Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with the burning heat that it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof fadeth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. James chapter 1 verses 9 through 11. When we look at this passage, we are reminded that the lowly and the humble depend on God, while the prestigious and prideful depend on themselves, their ideas, and their wealth. When trial comes in unexpected suddenlies to take those false securities away, to dry up wealth in a day, to bring troubles so big that their intellect cannot save them, to make all their tools, toys, and possessions worthless like hay when all that they loved and trusted is taken away. They have nothing, no hope, no joy, no strength, no security, no source of life or salvation. And it is in that moment that they learn the nature of true prosperity. When they see that the man of low degree is still happy, he still hopes, he's still singing, he still loves. No bitterness has overtaken him. He awaits the salvation of his Lord, and in his humility, he helps his enemy. Those who have walked on others in order to climb the ladder of success, will be knocked off of it, either in trial or in judgment. For scripture is clear that no pride goes unpunished. While those who have bowed down low to serve in lack while giving back will be raised up in grace and seated in heavenly places for above all powers and principalities. So take the low seat and wait to be exalted. Or take the high road and wait to be laid low. For God's words will not be made void. They will be accomplished, either in this life or in the next. The prideful, selfish, and arrogant will be humbled in judgment. Therefore repent now while there is still a chance to be humbled by choice and be found in the low seat when the master walks in and begins to reposition men. Because I assure you of this, my friend, that it is coming. And it's coming quickly. In a very unexpected suddenly. Matthew chapter 23 verse 11 says this, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whosoever shall exalt himself shall be abased. And he that shall humble himself, it is he that shall be exalted. Lord, give us patience 
and give us faith. In Psalms chapter 75, verse 7, it says, But God is the judge. He putteth down one and setteth up another. For in the hand of the Lord there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he poureth out of the same. But the dredges thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever. I will sing praises unto the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Lord, I thank you that you are the horn of protection given unto us. As we remember in the Old Testament, the horns on the altar were the place that one could run in, grab hold of, and claim sanctuary. So, Father, you are our very present help in time of trouble and of danger. Though we have to humble ourselves and lay low and cry out in prayer and intercession with a heart of desperation to show that we truly believe what you are saying and you will come in and bring provision and blessing and protection, you will exalt the humble, the lowly, the weak, the meek. Those who seek you with all of their heart, Lord, because that they know that you are the only source of redemption from what's been done and also from what's coming. Lord, we do not trust in the structures of man, but we trust in your word, your wisdom, your plan, and your salvation. My friend, I tell you this, that there is a reckoning coming. God is about to shake things mightily. And when he's done, there will be many that will be repositioned. The haughty will be laid low. The lowly will be exalted. If you want to get into position to be elevated, then do what Jesus said while you still can and take the low seat. He himself will come in and reposition men and raise you up in due season. But the elevation that I'm talking about is something far more reaching and grand and amazing than materialism. I'm not talking about being made rulers over men. I'm talking about being made rulers over powers and principalities given all authority over the works of the enemy. I'm talking about standing in your place in the kingdom, about being sons and daughters, priests of God. I'm talking about moving in the greater things, the giftings, the fruits of the Spirit. The Word of God preached with power and demonstration. He's going to raise up those that he can trust with it because that they have proven in the waiting that they don't have a lust for power, that they don't have a lust to be worshipped. All the world is in a testing right now because that God is ready to pour out. There is a great and mighty end-time harvest coming. There is a final race to run before the Lord returns. There is a push to evangelism. Remember, he said that the true gospel, the message of Jesus as written in Scripture, will be preached in all of the world, and then the end will come. So I truly believe this, that there is going to be a final push to bring the truth of the message of Jesus to every corner of the world, backed up with demonstrations from God himself upon those who he can trust with the message because the miracles only come to validate the message. It's not about your ministry. It's not about your prestige. It's not about your celebrity. It's not about your attention. 
It's about getting that message, the truth of Jesus to every tribe, tongue, and nation. And yes, there has been much preached all over the world in many different ways, but much of it has not rightly represented what he came to say. So he's going to bring the real thing. It's going to be like the book of Acts, like we've been praying for for so long. Oh Lord, bring those miracles and revivals back. But it's going to come seasoned with persecution because it's going to give us the opportunity to demonstrate the entirety of the message. That part about forgiveness, you know, and blessing your enemies and standing in faith on the truth of what God said. Even when many rise up against you for it, you know, the parts that he said about pick up your cross and follow after me, crucify your flesh and your lust, lay down your life, count the costs, give up everything if that's what it takes to get the message to one more soul, weep and wail and grieve over the loss, be willing to tell them the truth, even if they don't like you. What if they blame all of the woes of the world on you? Like they did to Elijah. When Elijah stood up for God and spoke the truth and gave the warning that judgments were coming upon Israel because of their own sin and rebellion and wickedness, because they were shedding the blood of the innocent because of their pride and rebellion. And instead of them humbling and repenting, they turned it around to curse him and say that he was the man who was bringing all of this destruction upon the people, that the bad things that were happening were his fault because he prophesied and spoke of them. My friend, what if you as a Christian began to preach the full gospel of Jesus? What if you warn people about the coming antichrist system and the mark of the beast and they began to blame you for the very things that the enemy is setting in motion? Will you keep preaching? the truth do what the Holy Spirit tells you to because there is a reckoning coming we stand on the words of God that we've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread we stand under the almighty shadow of the Lord God omnipotent, the God of Isaac, Abraham, Jacob, and Moses that led his people in the wilderness that fed them with provision from heaven, manna that refilled the widow's vessels over and over again that she was able to provide food for not only her and her household but for the man of God that she was helping the same God that multiplied the loaves and the fish to feed those who were willing to sit at the feet of Jesus and listen to his teachings even out in the middle of nowhere they came not to big mighty stages and lights and celebrities and air-conditioned arenas with cushioned seats they went and sat in the dirt and on rocks and listened to Jesus preach what if the word of the living God was coming through someone who was sitting on a riverbank somewhere in the heat and the mosquitoes while the message coming from the places of plenty is encouraging you to compromise with an antichrist system what if it's walking in its own logic and intellect and not following the leading of the Holy Spirit. What if humility is obedience? Whether that causes you to be silent or to speak when no one likes it. I'm telling you that God will bless the humble and exalt them to mighty places in his kingdom with manifold blessing and glory and power and demonstration in this coming season. But it won't be with the accolades of men. It will come mixed with persecution. Just as it was for all of the apostles and disciples 
and saints of old. As Jesus warned us, if they hate you for speaking the truth of the gospel of Jesus, then you're in good company, for they did the same to him and to all of the prophets that came before us. What makes us think that it should be any different? Don't think it's strange when these fiery trials come upon you, for they come with a purpose and a reason that the trying of your faith might produce perfection and patience, the good, peaceable fruits of righteousness in you, that we might better reflect the message and the one who suffered and died to bring it to us. Oh, Jesus, equip us for our mission, for our commission, for what's coming ahead of us. Equip us to be reminded that however you see fit to use us, you will be there in the fire with us. Oh, my friend, be strong and courageous. For the Lord God Almighty is with you wherever you go. And the one who is all-powerful and omnipotent, he's still on the throne, reigning king over the flood. Because what he has spoken will be proven in greater and greater measure in the climate that we are entering into. That he will raise up a standard against the enemy. And that standard is righteousness. Preached and demonstrated and lived through a holy remnant who dares to believe the teachings of Jesus to the fullest, purified in the fires of affliction, strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because my friend, as it gets darker, I assure you of this, that where sin abounds, then grace, which is the power of God, abounds all the more. So trust in the words of your risen Lord. There is a reckoning coming. The haughty and prideful will be laid low. The selfish and despiteful, those who put their trust in the shelters of men, their organizations, their institutions, the gods of Egypt, it's going to fail them. Your money will fail you. The economy will fail you. The medical system will fail you. Your job will fail you, my friend. Don't sin or compromise against the teachings of Jesus or the leadings of the Holy Spirit in order to compromise and try to keep them because you won't. You're going to lose them in the end and it'll all be for nothing. It's going to turn against you. It's a similitude of what's going to happen at the very end when the Antichrist system turns against those who depended on it. My friend, put your faith and your trust in Jesus. He has always been a good shepherd and a good husband and a good friend. Humble yourself before him that he may exalt you when he steps in because he's coming with crowns and with rewards and with blessings. But first, he's going to take them off of the heads of the prideful, the selfish, the unbelieving, and the arrogant. Oh Lord, help us to be in right standing before the day of your reckoning. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.